Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Saturday, January 27th, 2018. In a surprise move yesterday, Epic Games announced the shutdown of their free-to-play MOBA Paragon. This will happen in April, so the game is still playable for the most part. But by April, just a couple of short months from now, Paragon will be gone. This was the game that was announced back in November 2015 and launched through early access in March of 2016. It went into open beta as a free-to-play title in 2017, and now it's going away. According to a statement released by Epic Games, there wasn't a, quote, clear path to grow Paragon into a MOBA that would retain enough players to be sustainable. Tough road out there for MOBAs, but it's interesting because Epic certainly has achieved a lot of success with their other free-to-play title, Fortnite. We've been talking about Fortnite for months now and how its move into the Battle Royale play mode has propelled that game to huge download and player numbers, resulting in a big win for Epic Games. But it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, because Paragon clearly was a big initiative at Epic in that third-person action MOBA space, and uh, I'd heard very good things about Paragon. I only played it very briefly, but a lot of people really enjoyed it. Uh, But it is going away in April, and as a result, Epic said it will be offering a full refund to every Paragon player for every purchase on any platform. Wow. They note that this refund will come directly from Epic rather than from your platform provider. So I think that's a pretty stand-up thing for Epic to do. Uh, It's interesting how difficult this game seemed to be for them to pull off. They had said that no iteration has yet achieved that magical combination of ingredients that make for a sustainable game. They said, quote, The core challenge is that of new players who try Paragon, only a small number continue to play regularly after a month. Wow, that's a pretty uh, pretty sad commentary, I guess. And that's really the number that matters, right? People that try your game and want to continue playing it. They said, quote, We didn't execute well enough to deliver on the promise of Paragon. We have failed you, despite the team's incredibly hard work, and we're sorry. <laughs> kind of dramatic if you ask me, but I guess that's a, it's a bummer. A lot of, lot of hard work went into Paragon. I had heard a lot of people enjoying it, but... Paragon is no more, and I'm sure Epic will be doubling down on Fortnite, which is really their successful property at the moment. I want to tell you about a few games I've been playing this week, including the colorful, vibrant, and really fun Iconoclasts. This is a retro-style Metroidvania 2D side-scrolling action-adventure game, and it was released this week. On PlayStation 4 and Steam, I'm playing it on PlayStation 4. It's also playable on PlayStation Vita, although I have yet 
to try that. It's a cross-buy for Vita and PlayStation 4. So if you have one, you have both, which is pretty cool. Um, but I've been playing it on PlayStation 4, and the game looks really, really wonderful. It's a throwback to that old 16-bit era, but done with such panache. I mean, it, it, the visually, for a pixel-based sort of 16-bit style 2D platformer, it transcends what was really happening at that time. I think it is a much more modern-looking game, even if it's modern in a very retro style. Vibrant, colorful, full of life, full of detail everywhere. Uh, It's just a joy to look at. It's a joy even on a big screen. I imagine on that small Vita screen, it would be even more impressive. But on my big screen TV playing on PlayStation 4, I just love looking at it. It's a it's a great-looking game, even not taking into account nostalgia. I mean, this isn't just nostalgic good looks. It's legit, beautiful pixel art. And the game plays great, too. I mean, it is precision platforming and action. You know, you are attacking enemies. Very Metroidvania, right? It's, a, it's that old-school Super Metroid or Castlevania, Symphony of the Night type. Uh, action combat, um, you upgrade, get cool new items, fight bosses. The bosses themselves are really cool, big, exciting, dramatic fights with the bosses that usually revolve around whatever item you just got. Uh, it, it's it's a blast. I'm really, really digging this game. The story is sort of take it or leave it, but kind of fun. It's a female protagonist, which I always like to see. Robin, who is a uh, mechanic, which is cool in the context of the game, but in that game's world, being a mechanic is punishable by death. So you're kind of dealing with this uh, autocratic, oppressive regime and trying to overthrow it. I love the design of the world. It's a sort of steampunky, futuristic, uh, really its own cool thing. And I'm having a blast playing Iconoclasts, which I can heartily recommend. I have also been playing a lot of the Shadow of the Colossus remake, which is still under embargo and I'm not allowed to officially review yet. So please do not consider this a review. This is really a preview of my thoughts on a game I'm certainly not playing for the first time. I played it, you know, back in the day on PlayStation 2. And briefly again when it was remastered just a few years ago on PlayStation 3. But now, the PlayStation 4 version isn't just a remaster. isn't just an up-res of the existing game. This is a full, complete remake from the ground up of Shadow of the Colossus. Retaining all of the gameplay, but completely remaking all of the visuals, all of the engine for modern consoles, and what a remake they have done. (laughs) I am playing this, thankfully, on an HDR TV on PlayStation 4 Pro, and I have to say that this is one of the most beautiful video games I've ever seen. It is jaw-dropping. In HDR, with that beautiful dynamic range, the, the color and quality of light and how much light actually matters in Shadow of the Colossus is a big deal. Light passes through structures and th- and and colors the world in a way that few games even attempt. And 
Shadow of the Colossus was very much ahead of its time when it was originally released in how art direction played a huge role in conveying story and setting tone. And so the fact that the art direction is even more highlighted with this remake where the starting zone, the original altar that you start at, has more polygons and more detail in it than the entire PS2 version of the game by double just that one starting zone. But riding on your horse through the beautifully rendered terrain fighting these epic monsters, these gigantic colossi. You know, Shadow of the Colossus is just boss fights, right? That was the revelation when it came out, is what if it's only boss fights? What if you're just taking down these epic creatures and that's the entire game? That majesty, that level of scale and epicness that Shadow of the Colossus really puts all its chips on is just magnified by this new look and feel where the size and scale and the level of detail comes through. It is just utterly gorgeous. Everything feels very modern. I mean, this feels like a game that was made today. Yes, the controls, if you remember them from the original PS2 version, were a little janky. The physics were a little janky. That's still present. It's still a little difficult to uh, make jumps and hold on and deal with being bucked off the back of these colossi. That's still intact and is still frustrating as far as I'm concerned, but I think they would have gotten a lot of grief if they had changed the game to, you know, perform like Uncharted or something where you're guided to leaps and jumps and you can't miss them as easily. This is the classic game, but I can tell you in a preview version of my thoughts that the beauty of this game is worth the price of admission alone. It is just spectacular, especially if you have an HDR TV and PlayStation 4 Pro. Wow.